You are now listening to the Clear Perspective Podcast. What's up, everybody? I'm so glad that you decided to listen. I'm your host of this amazing podcast, and I am being biased. The Clear Perspective Podcast. My name is Gil Finley. I'm rocking with you as you're walking, rocking with me. I'm super excited, as usual. If this is your first time listening in, welcome to the Clear Perspective Podcast. I'm so excited that you t- decided to join in and tune in with me today and listen to what I believe that God has to say, not only you, but also to me. So we're going to have a great discussion, and I believe that this discussion is going to be beneficial for not only you, but also for me too. If you're listening to this and you've already been listening to the Clip Perspective podcast, welcome back to another phenomenal, power-packed episode. Uh, The Lord told me that this episode is going to be very powerful, um, as all of them, but I've just been really being more intentional about getting God's perspective, his clear perspective about what it is that each podcast episode is going to be. Shout out to all of my international listeners. Thank you for all those who share. Thank you for uh, those who send all the encouraging messages. Listen, I want you to, I want to say this early while I remember, because sometimes I forget, like and subscribe, turn on your notifications. I want you to make sure that you're getting the notifications because some people are like, when are you going to put out a new podcast, Gil? I thought you said you're going to put out a podcast here and there and everywhere in between. Turn your notifications on so that way you know if you don't see it on social media. Meanwhile, I'll give the plug, but I'll tell you again. Follow me on on social media. Follow the podcast page at TCPP2020 on Instagram, the Clear Perspective Podcast on Facebook. You can follow me on Instagram at Gil underscore Finley, G-I-L-L underscore F-I-N-L-E-Y. Do that so that you can keep up to date. Got some continually, gradually, even better uh content coming. I don't even know if that's a word, but I, I'm i telling you, you don't want to miss it. i got some special guests coming on this season that I believe is going to be able to impact you as they have impacted me. Um, but without any further delay, if you're listening to the Clip Perspective podcast, I want you to know that this podcast is for those who Jesus declare as the one. Jesus talked about 99, the good shepherd lead the 99 to go get the one. And I believe that if you're listening to this Clear Perspective podcast, you are that one that Jesus is talking about. And so I'm so grateful and thankful that you are here with me. So wherever you are, whether you're in your car, in the gym, uh, you're doing dishes, wherever you are, walking outside, walking your dog, um, whatever, I want you to do something for me. I want you to do something for me. I just feel this in my heart. Pat yourself on the back. No, do it. Pat yourself on the back, okay? If you're, if you're running or be careful if you're driving, but pat yourself on the back. Listen, you, if you're listening to this, you've made it through a whole pandemic Racial tensions, uh, political tensions, all the different craziness going on in our world. You have survived everything that you went through, everything that you've been through, everything that Satan thought was going to take you out, even the things that when you didn't think you were going to make it, congratulations, you're still here. So you deserve a pat on the back. Nobody else patted you on the back today. 
guess what? You patted yourself on the back of all the hard work you do, unseen and seen. Good job. <laughs> so I just wanted, you know, it's important. And I think it goes into the topic what we're going to talk about today. Um, so without any further delay, let's go ahead and get into it. Let's pray first. Father, thank you, Lord, so much for every person and the individual who's listening to this podcast. Lord, I thank you that you will equip them with the necessary understanding, wisdom, knowledge, and revelation of what it means to be in you and you and them. God, I thank you that this podcast will stir and ignite a fire in them, a hunger in them, a desperation for what all you have for them and what you want for them to accomplish and what you want to accomplish in them. Lord, I thank you for clarity. Thank you for understanding. Thank you for the spirit of revelation, understanding, knowledge, and wisdom that will be with us as we're listening to this podcast, whether now or in the future. Lord, I thank you and I bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. So if I want you to be interactive with me. I'm going to have you talk. I'm going to have, I'm going to talk like you're here with me. And so if you're listening to the podcast frequently, you know, I give this intro every time I'm very interactive, but I always want to know, uh, want the listener to know that I want you to know that this is a personal podcast. I want you to think about it as I'm your motivational coach. I'm your motivational speaker, your personal motivational coach and speaker who believes in the Christ in you. And if you don't feel like you have Christ in you, I'm going to believe that he's going to come in you and that you're going to live for him and you're going to give your life to him. Uh, but I do have people who listen to the podcast who are not necessarily subscribed to themselves as Christians, which I think is cool too. But ultimately, of course, I want you to receive the Lord, but I believe that the Bible talks about where some soul total of seeds. And I believe that God has brought you to this podcast, regardless of whatever your background is, because you are good ground. I want you to say that with me. I am good ground. Come on, say it with me. I know I'm not there looking at you, but I want you to do it in good faith. I am good ground. Okay. So um, today's podcast is called, drum roll, Unlocking your potential. If you already seen it on the description, but just in case some of you, whatever. Unlocking your potential, because never mind, I'm not going to go there. Unlocking your potential. So, so many people, oh my gosh, are doing so many webinars, YouTube videos, self discovery books. People are going to all different methods to be able to find. Out. What is their purpose? What is their potential? What is their reasoning for being here? What are they here? Why are they here? What are they? What are they supposed to be doing? There are major questions in life that most people are looking for answers to. Who am I? Where do I come from? Why am I here? Where am I going? And what can I do? These answers are what people go throughout life, desperately searching for in people, things, materials, money, career, all different things to be able to fulfill these subconscious. Sometimes they're subconscious, sometimes they are conscious, but some conscious questions that run and power the life of a human being. And I believe that God has given us unique instructions and insight to be able to understand his perspective and his created intent for us. And so with this and unlocking your potential, you have to first know that you have potential. 
You would be surprised at how many people feel like they don't have anything to offer. You ask them, and if this is you, it's okay. But if you, for right now, but I believe by the end of this podcast, you're going to be inspired and ignited to know that you're more than just who you are and where you've been. But more, many people have no idea what they have to offer. All they think that they have to offer is their body, their money, their time. Uh, if they're in a career, they think that, that their degree, whatever that is, they feel like that is the end of what they offer. Uh, a lot of people feel that way. And so that's why you have people who have no inspiration, no uh desire for future goals they're just unmotivated and they're just bored because they don't understand their potential um, and they don't understand what God has placed on the inside of them so we're going to talk about this today it's five keys to understanding how to walk in your purpose which ultimately unlocks your potential so we're going to go through five keys today so the first key is First off, I want you to know that your past is dead. I want you to say that with me. My past is dead. No, say it like you mean it. My past is dead. I want you to see that word dead in all capital letters. And I want you to do another step. Not only is it dead, but I want you to divorce it. What does that mean? Why am I saying that? Because I want you to be so completely detached from your past. Now, now, I'm not saying that everything in your past has been bad and negative, but what I'm saying is the things that are negative, the things that are trauma, the uh, situations, the circumstances that have negatively impacted your life, that is still impacting your life today, whether it be consciously or subconsciously, that are impacting you today. I want you not only to be dead and divorced from it, but I want you to be completely separate separated from it because Jesus came so that you could be liberated from that. So you could be separated from that. So your past is dead. One of the most, one of the most powerful tools that Satan uses is the tool of deception of being able to get you to live from a past that does no longer exist anymore in Christ. The Bible says that when you come into Christ, you are a new creature. Old things have passed away and everything has become new. The problem is, is that most people are still living from a life that they wanted to live. Ooh, that's good. I'm already cooking already. I said, I'll say that again. Yes, I said that. The problem is, is that you're still trying to live a life that you wanted. The problem is, is that you want to live this life of being just a good person and being just going to church and reading daily devotion or watching church on YouTube and uh, watching stream online. My God, people have gotten so lazy and so filled with leisure that now you can watch church online. Well, that's a whole nother podcast. But th the problem is, is that you're still trying to live a life that you wanted. And a majority of the time, our lives that we want do not align, align with the will and plan of God. And so we have this constant war going on. We talked about this in the last podcast, this Romans 7 war. Everything is warring. There's something at war against you and it's your will. The first thing that you have to do is you have to lay down your will when you come into Christ because your will is what is the only thing that God can't trump. He's not going to change your mind. He's not going to force you to do something. He wants you to have the choice, the ability to choose his way over yours. The Bible says that, that 
there's a way that seems right to a man, but it leads to destruction. Think about how many times you tried to figure things out, how many times you do try to do things on your own, and it never works out. Oh my gosh, I can speak for myself. So you have to understand that you have to get over it. Do you know how many people are grieving from relationships that they wanted to have, job opportunities that they missed out on, people that they thought that they were supposed to be friends with, opportunities for money and people who've made gambling bets and lost houses and lost families and divorces. People are grieving over things that have already taken place. It reminds me of a story in 1 Samuel chapter 16. Check it out. The Lord spoke to Samuel, who was a prophet, and he told him, how long will you mourn Saul, seeing I've rejected him reigning over Israel? Fill, the, fill your horn with oil and go. The problem is, is that you're still mourning your yesterday, your yesterday, year, your old boo, the boo that you wanted, the relationship, the job that you wanted, you're mourning it and you're allowing Satan to get you so caught up in grieving and focusing on what you don't have that you don't understand what you have. I'll say that again. Satan is trying to get you because of your desires and your disappointments and your pain and your trauma and your suffering. He's trying to get you to so focus on what you don't have and what you feel like you need or needed and you didn't get it fulfilled that you miss out on what you have on the inside of you already. God has said that he's given us everything pertaining to life and godliness. The problem is that we're so focused and driven on our needs that we don't remember or know that he supplies all of our needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. No, not our rags to riches story, not our hustle, not our ability to get up and go get it. We have all these different motivational speakers talking about celebrities, talking about you got to hustle, you got to go get it and do all these other things, but they're industry implants. They have people who come and pick them out or you have people who come for money. So you have to stop allowing your mindset to be, why is it that we find ourselves watching more YouTube videos, watching all these celebrities, watching all these people who are motivational speakers, but we can't get motivated from the word of God? That's a problem. That's backwards. So you have to understand that there is a different perspective that God is wanting to have about your past. I want you to say this one with me. Say it matters where I come from, but it doesn't matter where I come from. One more time. It matters where I come from, but it doesn't matter come where I come from. Why am I saying that? It means that, yes, your story, everything about you, God wants to use your story for his glory. He wants to use your story for his glory. What does that mean? You have to understand that God is using everything, your gender, your makeup, your uh, your city, where you're from, your parent background, your school that you went to, your education. God wants to use every facet of you to be able to express him to reach people in different ways. Most people are searching for the purpose and they don't understand that their purpose has already been established. Isaiah 43 verse 7 says, for this purpose, for this cause have I created man for them, for they are to create, for, to reveal my glory. The purpose of why you're here, your purpose, we all have the same purpose, is to reveal the glory of God. Say that with me. My purpose is to reveal the glory of God. Your purpose is to reveal the glory. What does glory yield? Glory means simply revealing someone's character, nature, or likeness. You're created to be able to reveal God's personal character, likeness, imagery on the earth. Remember Genesis 1:26, let us make man in our image and our likeness. So you're created to 
reveal God on the earth. Now, here's the separation. You're, we all have the same purpose, but we all have different callings. You may be called to medicine. You may be called to uh, education. You may call, be called to uh, finance. You may be called to fashion. You may be called to law. You may be called to politics. You have different things that we're all called to, but we have the same purpose, and that's to re be able to reveal him. So I don't want you to think that God is not about you having a good life and, and being able to prosper. Wealth is a weapon. So we have to get out of this thing. If you hear anybody teaching you that you got to be poor and broke, to be a Christian, that is the devil, because the Bible talks about how God Jesus took on our poverty so that we could become rich in him and have wealth. So, no, it's not meant for us to be broke. So the problem is also, too, is in the step one. Remember, the step, the first key is that remembering and understanding and embracing that your past is dead. Most people are still looking for clarity versus closure. Most people are looking for clarity. Well, everybody wants to say, well, I need closure on this situation. I No, but most people are not looking for closure. Most people are looking for clarity. Why did you do this? Why did you let this happen? Why did you do this to me? And closure means that I come to an understanding that regardless if we're on equal uh, understanding levels or we have clarity of why or understanding specifically of why you did it, what made you do it, closure means that we come to an agreement that this connection or this opportunity or this business or this uh, this moment in time in my life no longer fits where I'm going to. And at this juncture in time in my life, it will not be continuing with me forward. That's closure. Clarity means I'm going to continue to keep calling my ex and going back on his page or her page and trying to figure out why, why they didn't accept me and why was I not good enough for the job opportunity and continue to go back and try trying to live through, uh, you got people who are still trying to rap and still trying to l live out sports dreams and still trying to live out things through their children and all these different things because they never got closure. The only person who can provide you closure is the Lord. You will never be able to understand certain things and that's okay. The problem is we understanding, we tie that into control because we want to know why would something happen or why you have to let that go, let it go. I want you to take a deep breath. Let it go. It's okay. The more you think about it, you stress yourself out, still trying to figure out what happened two, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, thirteen, fifteen years ago. Let it go. It's done and over with. You're still angry. You're still mad about something that happened years ago and people have moved on except for you. And Satan is using that to keep you in a place of where you're locked into your past. But in the name of Jesus, you're going to be unlocked and unleashed into the future that God has had for you since the beginning of time before you was even in your mother's womb in Jesus name. Say, so I receive it. Number two. Accept and embrace that you've been called. OMG. So many people. Oh my gosh, even me. <laughs> this right here. You have to let's let's just start here. Let's take it to the word. So this this Bible, this this, this is a low-key Bible study. John 15, 16 says, You have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you that you would go and bring forth fruit, that your fruit will remain. That whatsoever you shall ask in my father's name, he may give it to you. The problem is that most people are mad that God called them. 
Oh, Jesus. Most people are mad because they can't do what they want to do. I'm listen, I'm lifting my hand, both of my hands right now. You want to you want to you want to go off, but you can't go off. You want to be mad, but you can't be mad. And even if you are mad, you can't be mad for long and you get mad because you can't get mad enough. Because you're different. You're not like them. You're always looking to say, well, why did they get away with it? And it's like people are getting blessed and they're and you're asking God, like, well, why are they getting the job? And why do they have the family? And they're not living right. They're not living right before you. And it seems like the people who are not in Christ or not walking with God or even in close to even trying to walk with God are prospering. And you're still over here looking dusted, busted and disgusted. But the problem is, is that you have to allow God to deliver you from comparison. Comparison truly is a thief of joy. The Bible tells us we're not to compare ourselves to one another because that's what Satan uses to keep us from being able to unlock our potential because we're focused on trying to be like someone else when God has called you to be different. You have to accept and embrace that you've been called. You're not just a good person. You're not just one that's supposed to be in the background, on the back pew, on the back seat. Uh, No, 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 no. You are called out. You've been chosen. You are a chosen people. You, God has handpicked you. Think about how honorable that is. God has handpicked you and said, hey, I deem this person worthy. I deem my daughter, I deem my son worthy enough to be able to carry who I I am the essence of who I am to reveal them to others. Did you know that there are people who are waiting for you to accept the call and purpose on your life? There are people who are connected to your yes. Did you know that your yes unlocks a plethora of yeses? Somebody said yes to the Lord and there's a reason why you are able to do the things that you're doing. For example, the reason why you're listening to this podcast is because I said yes to the Lord. And the reason why you've been blessed by it is because I said yes to him. So imagine if I didn't do this podcast, we, it's not to say this in end all be all, not God couldn't bring another way. But the problem, the fact of the matter is, is that he's using this way. And I'm very thankful that you're listening to the to Clear Perspective podcast. You have to understand, not only accept it, but you have to embrace it. Okay, we get to accept it. Okay, I'm different. I understand that. But the embracing your part is totally different because when you embrace it, you mean you embrace it and you take it in as yours and you begin to cultivate it. You begin to spend time with it. You have to get ready to be able to go and invest. Go seek out people. Oh my gosh, you have to humble yourself. Well, I don't want to reach out to them. Everybody wants to be mentored, but nobody wants to submit and humble themselves and reach out. I don't want to seem like I'm thirsty. I don't want to be all up in their face. No, if you're desperate and you're hungry for the future that God has for you, you're going to go to the conferences, you're going to contact, you're going to get in DMs, you're going to, in the healthy way, of course, you're going to get in DMs, you're going to send emails, you're going to do whatever it takes to be able to get to where you're going because you have to get to where you're connecting with people with where you're trying to go. The problem is, is that the people around you are not motivated. They are allowing you to be complacent. And the people around you are more than likely not your friends. Because if your friends are allowing you to stay in a place of complacency, in a place of, of stagnancy, allowing you to stay in uh, disappointment and hurt and rejection and pain and all this stuff, they're not your friends. Because the Bible says that friend, what greater love than with a friend to lay down his life for, for another? 
That's not laying life down. What does that mean, laying life? Does it mean dying physically? No, not necessarily. But it means saying that, hey, I'm going to do whatever it takes for you to go to greatness. If you're my friend, I'm going to demand greatness out of you. And I want you to demand greatness out of me because we're too bright. We're too amazing. We're too phenomenal. We're too supernatural to settle for less than God's best. So you have to understand, number two, again, that you have to accept and embrace that you've been called. You've been called. That means that, hey, my son, my daughter, I'm calling you. That's what most people think that God wants to know. <laughs> he don't speak like that all the time. He can. But majority of the time, it's a knowing. It's a faith thing. You got to have faith and expectation. Come on, season one. You got to have what? Faith. And expectation. Everything we do with God, you have to have faith and expectation that your past is dead and that even when Satan is trying to bring up the whole old things, patterns, the problem is, is with that too is that, going back to point one, is that we are so trapped in our feelings and our emotions and we think that if we still have the temptation, if we still find ourselves aroused, if we still find ourselves craving certain things, we said we were going to stop smoking, but man, I really need a blunt and man, you know, I need some zaza and some runs, you know what I'm saying? I need some, you know, y'all that I mean, you know what I mean? Come on, y'all ain't y'all think, think I know, uh, come on my smokers, I know what's up. Y'all didn't know that... <laughs> I want some Casamigos, Gil. I want, I'm, I'm trying to bust some down. I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to make some shake. I'm trying to do something for two something. I understand. But just because the temptation is there doesn't mean that that's who you are. You are not what you feel. Your feelings and your emotions are not your reality. Your reality is what God has said about you. And as you understand that your past is dead and you are divorcing it and you're separating yourself from it and you come to a place of closure, it allows you to have an openness in your mind and your perspective to let you know, wow, I'm not who I thought I was. I'm not locked into that anymore. Now I understand that I've been called to so much more, which leads me to our next point, which is number three. I hope you're taking notes. If not, go back and listen to it. But Number three is recognize and understand what and who you've been called to. This is the problem that most people have. And I know I'm focusing on saying this is the problem, but this is a very big problem. You have to understand that everyone and everything is not your assignment. Oh, my God. I have been in this place so many times where we want to be. We have this savior's complex. We feel like that we can save everybody and everything and fix everything. You are not the answer. Say it with me. I am not the answer. Oh, I know that's stung. I know you don't want to say that. Say it. I am not the answer. I cannot fix everything. I cannot save everything and everyone. I can't even save me. And that is okay. Let me ask you this question. Look at your hands. If you're not driving or if you're not doing anything that would impede you from that needs your sight going forward, look at your hands. Do you have any holes in your hand? Nail holes where you've been crucified? Look at your feet. Do you have any feet? Do you have any nails in your feet? Feel your sides. Do you have any piercing sides where a, 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 a javelin has been or a, a whatever you call that thing, whatever, stab Jesus in the side? Do you have a hole in your side? No. Okay. Well, congratulations. That takes the pressure of you being savior, provider, keeper off of you. The, 
man, you got to let that go. You have to understand that everything and everyone is not your calling. They're not your assignment. If you don't understand who you're assigned to, you will waste so much time, money, effort, energy, be stressed, depressed, and duressed because you're allocating resources and time to those who are not for you. I understand that the Clear Perspective podcast is not for everybody. I am okay with that. But I understand that those who are listening to it, regardless of whoever you are, wherever you are, you are my assignment. And I'm grateful that God has equipped me for you. He's given me a voice specifically for you. And so when you understand and recognize this is something that I'm growing in as well. When you understand who, what, who and what you've been called to, it allows you to be more effective and efficient. It's dangerous and potentially lethal to carry an assignment that's not yours because you're allocating, again, resources, time, energy, perspective, effort, all these different things to People and things that are not you. That's why businesses fail. That's why relationships fail. Is because people got out into things out of their own uh, intellect, emotions, feelings, thinking about things in the wrong way and getting before God instead of following him. The Lord told me this morning, the problem is for me was that I'm always trying to, I'm, he shows me things and he said, I thought I told you that I go before you. You're going before me. We have to be patient. Oh, ooh, wait. I, I, I said the P word. Patient. You got to be patient and allow God to have his perfect work in you. And as you do that, it will help you to have more clarity about who and what you've been called to. Just because you're passionate about something doesn't mean that that's necessarily your assignment either. We are passionate about a lot of different things, but our passions change all the time. Look at how many boyfriends, girlfriends you had in the last six months since pandemic. You didn't have all kind of pandemonium. That's what you had. And got all these different things. Think about all the things that you thought you were going to be and do and all that stuff and all the passions change, but your skills and your gifts never do. And when you accept who you've been called to be, when you understand what, who and what you're called to, it allows your gifts and your, your uh, skills and abilities to be able to you be utilized efficiently and effectively. You have to know your realm of influence in that. Did you know that it's toxic for you to not know your influence and who it impacts? And the problem is, is that ignorance and negligence severely impacts the people that you're called to. We focus on so much of, well, I didn't know, and I, I don't really think that, or I don't really necessarily believe that, or I don't see it that way. That's the problem. You're seeing it your way and not his way. Stop looking at things your way and look at it his way. Get his clear perspective, pun intended. Number four, understand your necessity. Understand your necessity. Say it with me. I have to understand my necessity. You are necessary. You are needed. Romans 8, 19 says, for the creation waits eager, eager, meaning that waiting patiently, well, not patiently, desperate, with expectation for the children of God to be revealed. You are necessary for what God is wanting to do on the earth. In order for God to do what he needs to do on the earth, he has to have you. There are people, again, who are patiently and desperately and hungry for what you have on the inside of you, but you have to get over you and it to get to them. Again, you have to get over you and it to be able to get to them. 
What is the it? Whatever it whatever it is that's keeping you from going forward and walking in all that God has called you to be to unlock your potential. Your potential is being able to reveal God. That is your maximum potential. That is the best potential that you can do. That is the the most amazing admirable thing you can do is revealing Christ in whatever stream that you're connected to or called to and who you're called with. I want you to do something with me. I want you to make a commitment to leaving this earth empty. What do I mean by that? Dr. Miles Monroe said something that changed my life and it's something that deal, that I think about a lot. Think about you drive by the cemetery and you see all those tombstones. Do you know how many countless books, remedies to diseases, uh, lifetime achievements and feats and things that would be accomplished, world records and all different type of life changing, life altering, positive things that could have been taking place, but they didn't have the discipline, were so discouraged, disappointed, so caught up in their past, so caught up in the present that they couldn't see the future that God had for them. And they didn't have the confidence because they didn't understand why they were here, what they were capable of and who they were called to and understanding that they are beyond where they've been and what they're in. I want you to make a commitment to the Lord that, Lord, I want to leave here with all my potential tapped and un, uh, un, I want it all gone. When I leave here on this earth, my this is me. When I leave here on this earth, I want the Lord to be able to say, well done, son, you gave everything that I've given to you. You've mastered it. And not only did you master it, but you, you have passed it on and you've allowed an inheritance of me to be in the earth. I don't care about my name living on because but within two generations, you're going to be forgotten anyway. So and that that's because let me ask this question. Who's your great grandfather? Exactly. Some people don't even know who that grandfather is. And it's not a knock on you. But what I'm saying is we put so much value in this life that we forget that our inheritance is in heaven. Colossians 3.24. We're working not unto men. And 3.23 says we're not working unto men, but we're working unto God. That's you have to know that that this is what we're doing. Everything we do, do it unto the Lord, not unto man, but as unto the Lord for our inheritance is in him. You're working to build for him, not build your legacy, not build your mansion, your palace, your bag, your whatever you want to do. No, it's not about you. You got to get over you. Remember, Jesus said, if anyone follows him, he must first what? Deny himself. You got to deny you. All right. Last one. Number five, understand that you cannot lose because they're of the champion inside of you. Say this with me. I cannot lose because the champion lives within me. One more time. I cannot lose because the champion is inside of me. John 16, 33 says, I have said these things to you that you may have peace. Man, you, you need some peace. Say, I received the peace of the Lord. You need that. I need it too. In the world that you will have tribulation. That's what we struggle with. N we will have problems. We will have issues. There are things that are going to come. But remember, he says here, but take heart. I have overcome the world. 
I want you to know that everything that you've gone through, everything that you're going through right now, it doesn't matter how ugly it seems, what it, the problems may be, the challenges that you're facing, the debt, the, the foreclosure on the home, it looks like you're about to get a divorce, or you're going through a breakup, or you're healing from trauma and things that have happened in your childhood, and all the things that you got going on right in front of you, I want you to know that Jesus has already overcome, and because he lives in you, and because you're in him, you will overcome. You will be victorious. You are more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus. You are everything that God says that you are. You can do what God says that you can do. You are more than where you've been. Your past is dead. You have divorced it. There's nothing that can keep you bound for who the sun set free is truly free indeed. You have accepted and embraced that you have been called by God. You have been called by God and there's nothing that can stop the call of God on your life and you recognize and understand that who and what you've been called to that allows you to operate efficiently, effectively to be able to reveal his glory. And you understand that you are necessary for what God wants to do. And because of all those things, you have to succeed. You will succeed. There's nothing that can stop you. There's nothing that can keep you from getting to the future that God has for you, except for you. There's no devil in hell that can stop you. The devil can't take you nowhere you don't want to go. Neither can God. So I want you to stop thinking about, well, I can't you let everybody else be an excuse except for understanding that is you. You are your only competition. Shout out to my brother Ivan with his uh, uh, clothing brand, Me Versus Me. It, it really truly is you versus you. The devil's not even in your way. The only reason why he gets in your way is because you're in the way. Man, listen. You're victorious. You're a champion. This is how you unlock your potential. But I want to challenge you to do this. I want to challenge you to... Start to write out those dreams and goals and admirations that you have. Stop being afraid. Don't allow fear to cripple you and allow you to settle for a future that is grim, that is basic. I don't want God doesn't want you to work in that same job for the next 30, 40 years in the same position. No. He wants you to succeed. Remember, the Bible says promotion doesn't come from the north, south, east, or the west, but it comes from the Lord. You are meant to excel. Stop allowing your disappointments, your laziness, your procrastination. Some of you, you need to divorce your pillow because you want to sleep all day. Every time something happens, you just want to sleep. That's depression. And I bind that in the name of Jesus, you're not going to use sleep as a way of coping. You're not going to use retail therapy, which is not therapy. You're not going to use uh, uh, going to people and relationships and hopping from one late relationships and addictions to food and all these different things that you use as a coping mechanism to guilt, deal with guilt, disappointment, guilt, shame, and condemnation. I break that off of you now and I decree and declare that you will rely on the Lord to be able to provide you with strength, peace, and being able to provide you with freedom in the name of Jesus. And if you think I'm talking to you, absolutely, I'm talking to you because it's time for you to come on up, come up higher. Listen, I want to thank you for listening to the Clear Perspective podcast. My name is Gil Finley. Again, thank you for tuning in. Make sure you follow, subscribe, turn on your notifications. I want to challenge you to step out and do something different. Do something different. Step out, go to a, 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 
a business meeting. Step out and, and and go look on YouTube for how to create stuff. Make your own thing. Don't be afraid to be a trailblazer. It's okay. You'll be you'll be fine. If God has called you to it, He'll help you do it. We talked about that in the last podcast. But I love you. I'm so appreciative of you listening in. I pray that this was an encouragement to you. Let me pray for you, Father. I thank you, Lord, for everyone and this person who's listening to this call. Uh, not this call, but this podcast. What well, it actually it is a call. A call to much more. A call to come up higher. To come out of where they are. To come into where you are, Lord. I thank you that every ounce of potential that you place on the inside of them, you will bring it out. In Jesus' name, thank you, Lord, for the empowerment. Thank you for stirring their passion. Thank you for stirring their hunger. Cause them to not be ever to be able to settle for less than your best. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Hey, until next time, peace.